0: Hello and welcome, my name is Jackie Lindahl and this is the Fit Like a Girl podcast. I am a mom, wife, an avid coffee drinker and weightlifter as well as a personal trainer and I own my own company called Fit Like a Girl Personal Training. In this podcast, I will help you reach your weight loss and fitness goals with no BS advice, cutting through all the myths and the crap that is out there so that you feel empowered and confident in reaching your goals. Along With fitness and health, I will also talk about many other subjects like mom stuff, life stuff, business, money, and so much more. So grab a coffee or put on your headphones and go for a walk and let's chat. Hello and welcome back to the Fit Like a Girl podcast. My name is Jackie Lindahl. I am your host and thank you for listening. So, in today's podcast, I'm going to do another QA episode. I really like Q and A episodes. They might not be my most popular podcast, but I enjoy answering questions that I know people have. So I put out a call onto my Instagram, um, and my Instagram stories, which by the way, if you don't follow me there, I will post the link in the show notes. Be sure to give me a follow there. And then, um, yeah, I got a good handful of questions from people, to answer for you guys today. So like I said, these are my favorite podcasts because people will ask me questions that they legitimately want to know about. And then generally speaking, if I, if one person wants to know the answer to something, there are multiple people that also are asking or wondering about the same question that will also want to know the answer. So I am going to do that. So I got a handful of really good questions here. Um yeah, and let's get into it. Question number 1. This is a really popular question. Um and I feel like will benefit a lot of people. So the question is, I'm trying to be healthier and lose a little bit of weight. Should I start with diet or exercise? Okay, so this is a really good question in that it's like I said very popular and a lot of people wonder like where should I start if I had to pick one thing to start with diet or exercise which one should I pick and there's a little bit of nuances to both but I will give what I feel like is the best answer but it might not be the answer for every single person so A lot of people feel when it comes to losing weight and just living a healthier lifestyle that they should immediately start with nutrition and start making changes to their diet. However, though, I find that nutrition is the hardest thing to change and it takes the longest. And I used to say, start with nutrition because of that, uh, because it's the hardest thing, because it takes the longest start with nutrition, add in exercise later. However, though, What I find is that when people give themselves a win and they focus on something that they can implement a good habit with, or start adding in as a part of their routine, such as exercise, their self-efficacy and their self-confidence in being able to actually achieve their goals goes up. So I personally find in my experience with clients and things like that, that starting with exercise is a great way to go. And it doesn't have to be anything big. It can be something as small as walking. It could be something as small as doing a YouTube workout for 20 minutes twice a week and implementing that into your routine and into your schedule. Over to, and And say you do that for 30 days. So say for 30 days, you just start simple with exercise. A 30-minute walk twice a week, something like that for 30 days, stupid simple. After 30 days, you're going to feel very accomplished because you did something and you stuck it out and you stuck to it. Now, nutrition is a little bit harder to do that with. I'm not saying that you can't, but a lot of people find that nutrition is the big struggle over exercise. So that's where I say starting with exercise, because then Your self-efficacy is going to go up. You're going to feel good. And generally speaking, when people start doing simple things like exercise, whether it's just walking, adding in a workout, yoga, something like that, as a part of their routine, they will subconsciously or consciously, you could argue, make better choices elsewhere, like with their nutrition. And they'll start doing things like habit stacking and whatnot. So I generally would say, start with exercise do something for 30 days. And then you can add in another habit. Like you could start with nutrition or you can add in another exercise habit. So that is generally what I would advise. And I find that my clients who are in the same boat, want to live healthier and lose a little bit of weight and stuff. When we start with exercise, they feel good. They start moving their bodies, which it affects other areas of their life positively. And yeah, leads to better overall outcome and results. So that would be my recommendation. And again, it's not to say that you can't start with diet. Like There's some people who might say, hey, I can't really exercise right now because of X, Y, Z injury, surgery, whatever. I need to start with diet by all means. Then start with diet. And again, with something like that, the best thing to do, just like with exercise, is start small. Start small. Don't overdo it. Do something that you can stick to for 30 days. For example, having a salad every day, doesn't matter where in the day you put it, just having a salad every single day for 30 days and just something small like that can really help. Um, and then after that 30 days, you can add in another habit and then add in another habit. So that habit stacking that I mentioned earlier. So anyways, that would be my recommendation. Question number two is, Another very common question, so I definitely made sure that um, I wrote it down so so that I could answer it, is what are the best ab exercises for losing stomach fat? This question is extremely common, and it's a bit of a misconception, and I'm going to explain why. Unfortunately, when it comes to losing body fat from any area of our body, stomach being probably the most common place that a lot of people ask about there are no exercises that burn or target fat so unfortunately you cannot add in extra exercises and stuff like that to burn fat in a specific area and it's a very common misconception where people will say oh if i do more ab exercises that'll help me lose stomach fat and i get that question from clients all the time um Is that, well, I want to lose stomach fat. I want to lose fat on the lower part of my stomach. Can we add in more ab exercises and things like that? And then we have to have this conversation about adding in ab exercises isn't going to make you lose fat from a certain area. So it doesn't matter if I add in an ab day or a thousand crunches that I want you to do every single day, you're not going to lose fat from that area just because you're targeting that area with exercise. So how do you lose fat in a certain area? Like your stomach is through a calorie deficit, a consistent calorie deficit over time. And it's not the answer that people want to hear because unfortunately, along with that means we can't choose where we lose fat from when we're in a calorie deficit. For some people, the stomach is the last place that they will start to lose body fat from when they are in a consistent calorie deficit. You might notice changes in your face, your legs, your hips, your arms, your boobs, but your stomach isn't changing. And that can be really difficult for people who really want to lose fat in a certain area. But unfortunately, it just doesn't work that way. So unfortunately, this probably is not the answer that you want to hear. But when it comes to losing stomach fat, the only thing that you can do is be in a consistent calorie deficit And yes, you can do ab exercises to strengthen your ab muscles, but doing more ab exercises or a certain ab exercise will not cause you to lose stomach fat. No matter what that Instagram influencer is trying to tell you, just remember that you have to have your diet pretty dialed in and be very consistent with it. And that is what's going to actually get you the result. Number three, I thought that I would put this in here just because, uh, somebody might be wondering, especially if you follow me on social media or anything like that. So number three is when is the baby coming and are you still working out? So, uh, for those who don't know, I am currently pregnant. I am going to be 39 weeks pregnant this week. Um, and baby is right now pretty secure in there. Um, I don't feel like she's going to be coming unfortunately anytime soon. Um, or at least in the next few days, as much as I would love her to, I don't feel like that's probably going to happen. So yeah, I have a feeling that she's going to be stuck in there just based on the fact that my older child, my two and a half year old, she was five days late. Um, so I'm kind of predicting that this one's going to be about the same. So baby is not coming. And according to my ultrasound that I had last week, she's quite secure in there and just happy as can be. So yeah. Uh, for the second half of my question of the question is, are you still working out? I am not. Um, so I stopped working out about a week and a half ago at about 37 weeks, which is about the same time that I stopped working out with my first, um, just getting tired. Workouts were exhausting me and I got really busy doing yard work and gardening and stuff like that. And that kept me quite active. And I just kind of had to pick my battles. Did I want to do my garden and get my yard in under control and stuff before baby comes? Um, and I chose to do that because it was kind of like one or the other. I either had the energy to do yard work or I had the energy to work out, but I did not have the energy for both. Um, I tried and it was exhausting. So, so yeah, so I decided that it was time to stop working out for now. And I'm hoping to get back into things after birth and see how that goes. Um, once everything's all healed up and I get clearance from my doctor and, or, uh, pelvic floor physiotherapist. So. Yeah. There you go. Um, I'm still focusing on eating well and being active. I'm just not doing specific workouts. So I'm doing walks. I'm doing lots of yard work. I'm focusing on doing that kind of stuff and just keeping active and doing some form of activity every single day, but not necessarily going to the garage and lifting weights. So that's where I'm at right now. And hopefully this baby will make her appearance, you know, like anytime now, anytime now would be great. Just saying. Question number four, another really common question and a really good one is why is it harder for me to lose weight than my husband? He literally gives up beer and can lose 10 pounds in a month. (laughs) So why is it easier for men? In other words, just why is it easier for men to lose weight than women? And this is a really common question. And actually a little while ago I did, I think like last year, I did a article. I wrote an article on it and maybe I'll post that in the show notes. Uh, It goes a little bit more in depth. Um, So why is it harder for men or for women, excuse me, why is it harder for women to lose weight than men? So unfortunately there are a few factors here that play a role in men generally having an easier time with weight loss than women. The number one thing being just biology and genetics. That's really the, the main explanation is biology and genetics. So on average, men tend to be physically bigger than women and men are biologically able to carry more muscle mass and are more inclined to develop muscle mass and stuff over women, just based on the differences in our hormones alone. So because of those things, men being on average larger than women, and also being able to develop muscle mass and carry muscle mass easier than women do their BMR. So their basal metabolic rates are generally higher than women. So just on average, just based on their size and the fact that they have more muscle mass than us they burn more calories on a daily basis, just being male, which is not fair. It's not fair. (laughs) It is unfortunately the truth and it's science, but it is not fair and it is irritating. And I can understand why people are like, what the fuck? Why is it that my husband can move or can, you know, lose weight just by giving up pop or just by, you know, skipping his McDonald's once a week. And I literally do everything and I feel like I don't lose weight nearly as fast. Um, so yeah, generally on average men just burn more calories because of their size and their hormones and things like that. So that is one big thing. The other thing is that women, we have our hormones playing a little bit against us. So because we go through men's you know, most women go through menstruation every single month, our weight fluctuates a lot more than men do. So as women get closer to their period, we go through ovulation. And then obviously if you don't get pregnant, then your body is preparing now for your period. Due to the changes between ovulation and premenstrual, you your weight goes up a little bit. So you start to retain more water. That's when your PMS symptoms start to come in and you will notice a change in your weight around your period every single month. So just based on that, on that alone, our weight just fluctuates more, which can not necessarily impact, like your period doesn't impact fat loss or anything like that, but It can impact your weight, which can make it seem like you're not losing weight just because the scale goes up slightly every single month, right around your period. And then after your period, it goes back down. So, so yes, just because weight loss can be a little bit more difficult for women versus men doesn't mean that all is lost. It does mean that there are some considerations to keep in mind when you are a woman going through weight loss. Number one being tracking your cycle so that you're aware of when your weight may go up and or down throughout the month and throughout your cycle. Number two is strength training for women plays a big role. So if you are a woman who is not strength training right now. That is something to definitely consider because adding more muscle mass to your body through strength training will help keep your metabolism up. And not only that, your weight loss success in the long term. So definitely adding strength training to your exercise routine. If you haven't already, at least three to five times a week is ideal. Other things that you can consider doing is increasing your neat so your non-exercise activity thermogenesis so that is activity that's not related to that is not exercise so that's something like gardening, walking, um, you know, taking the stairs, all those types of things are all a part of non-activity exercise thermogenesis which just helps boost your overall calorie burn throughout the day. And then lastly tracking your consistency. Tracking your consistency is probably the biggest thing that a lot of people don't think about and I've done a podcast on consistency before and I beat the consistency drum as hard as I can. Um, so it's not that all is lost or just because you're female that you can't lose weight. There are just some biological advantages that men have, but it doesn't mean that women can't lose weight and that all is lost. It just means that we just have to be a little, we just have to kind of think in terms of our own biology and stop comparing ourselves to men because we are kind of, yes, the, laws of thermodynamics and calorie deficit and all that kind of stuff applies. It all does apply. However, though, for women there are certain biology things to keep in mind for us that we can't necessarily compare our success to a man's success straight across the board. It's not quite like compare you're not quite comparing the same things there. So just something to keep in mind. Question number 5. Is really good. These are all really good questions. What can I say here? <laughs> but question number five is: Are morning workouts better? This is a really, really great question. Um, I'm going to give the answer, and then I'll go into the nuances. Morning workouts are not necessarily better than any other time of day. They're not. You're you don't burn more calories, you know, in the morning versus night or whatever. Um, Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you work out in the morning versus evening or whatever. However, though, what I will say through my experience as a trainer and just through my experience with my own self, the earlier on average, you can get your workouts done during the day, the more likely you're actually going to get them done and stick to them. Just through my experience, I have found that a lot of people who push their workouts to the late evening or after work or whatever. Find that sometimes the evening just gets away on them. They come home from work, they're exhausted, they're tired, and they just can't get them done. And for some people, switching to the morning is the best thing to do because then you actually get them done and then you don't have to think about it for the rest of the day. That all being said, what time you do your workouts during the day, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Pick a time that you can consistently do and actually get them in. That is the best time. So if you, if morning is the best, perfect. If lunchtime is the best, amazing. If after work is the best for you and that's what works with you, with your schedule, perfect. It doesn't really matter what time of day you get them in. The most important thing is, is just getting them in on a consistent basis. So Don't overthink it. A lot of you'll hear, you know, influencers or, you know, I always listen. There's like those kind of radio shows where they're like, oh, here's your health tip of the day. There was a recent study done wherever that said you burn 50 more calories if you do your workout in the morning versus the afternoon. Don't worry about those types of things. Take them with a grain of salt and for what they are and don't panic about it. But no, morning workouts are not necessarily better than any other time of day. Just a lot of, not a lot of times, but for a good chunk of people, that's when they actually get it done. And that is the most important thing is whatever time you're doing it, that's the time to do it and that you can actually get it done in that time. That's all that matters. So don't overthink it. And that is it for today's questions. So keeping this podcast kind of shorter and sweeter, which is totally okay. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, please feel free to give me a follow on Instagram. I will again post that in the show notes. I also started coming back to YouTube. So if you haven't already, I will post that link in the show notes as well. And you can head to my YouTube channel, Where you can subscribe and I've been uploading content there, a little bit shorter content um, because I find that my long form content, I really enjoy doing on the podcast. So a little bit shorter content on YouTube as well. So you can definitely head over there and be sure to subscribe to my channel. And also for this podcast, if you are liking what I'm doing here on the podcast, I would grab. Greatly love and appreciate a five-star written review. Um, If you're liking this episode and what I do here on the podcast, just a quick five-star with a couple of, you know, things that you like about the podcast or an episode that you really like that would mean the absolute world to me. The reviews and comments on reviews really help to increase visibility of the podcast so it can reach more people and I can help more people just like you. And I am currently also taking on more online training clients. So if you are looking for some help with your health and fitness goals and you're not sure where to start, or you're feeling like you need a bit of an accountability buddy, a workout plan, something to get you going, I would love to help you. You Can head to my website, www.fitlikeagirl.ca. You can find some more information there, as well as fill out my online training application form. And I will get in touch with you and we can chat about how I can help you with your goals. And lastly, again, just thank you so much for listening. I really greatly appreciate it. I'm hoping that I can keep going with these podcasts, uh, depending on when baby comes, but I will keep you all posted on that. So head to my Instagram so that you can kind of keep up with the goings on with that. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you have a great rest of your day. Take care, fam.